Welcome to the Only Swans podcast. I am Carwin and I'm joined by Will. Will, how are you? Oh, good, thank you, mate. How are you? Yeah, I am good. So, let's get straight into it then. Why are we starting a podcast? Uh, me, personally, I think the only job I'd actually ever be good at is a job in football media. So, yeah, it's good. Good little bit of experience for that. Good side hustle for when I go uni. Um, yeah, a bit useless for everything else, is it? Yeah, a bit useless, but no, it'll be good fun. Yeah, well, I suppose similar situation for me, as well as the fact that only Swans, I do lives, do all that. So it sort of ties into the live thing, even though I will still do lives. It's just this is a way more, I don't know, it's just a lot of a, it's much more organised. You know, that is the main thing. Practice. Yeah. So, Rotherham away. You are not going. I am. I'm a plastic. I'm not going to beat it. It's all right. You've, I'll, be you'll get... I'll be a Blackpool. Rotherham away. We're taking, you know, what is it? 1,500, something like that. 1,400 at the moment. Crazy. Be bouncing. Absolutely. Let's give a brief intro to your fandom of the club then. Why do you support Swansea City? You know, people understand that you're clearly not Welsh. Or, you, you know, you may identify as Welsh, but your voice is not Welsh. So why do you support this club? got my Cockney accent, but uh, most of my family, well, both sides of my family are from Wales. I've got um, my dad's side are from Pontadawi, the massive Pontadawi. Uh, and uh, yeah, dating back to like before both World Wars, obviously every generation has supported the Swans. And then my mum's side, they're from Aberfan, but she's an Arsenal season ticket holder, the poor woman. But uh, yeah, so... Other than that, that's the only reason, really. My dad kind of forced me to. <laughs> Fair play. Mine's pretty obvious. Obviously, I am from Swansea. May have dipped in and out of supporting other teams. And I was a bit younger and I was like five, but I probably watched football. But I went to my first game was like Derby at home, nil nil. It was, I, it was like, what, 2010 or something. It was the year before we got promoted. I don't know why I would come back to watch us play after that. Nil nil against Derby. My, mine was right to be fair. Mine was uh, Forest at home in 2008. We won 3 1. And I don't remember anything about it, any of the goal scorers or anything, but we won. So I was, I was happy. <laughs> yeah, they're literally the only thing I remember from then, from, you know, my early, early supported Swansea say was when um, Barini scored that free kick against Norwich. I did not have a season ticket, but. I went to that game. I, I don't know why. I said to my mum and dad, I want to go to Swansea vs Norwich. And it just so happened that Barini bagged this free kick. Crazy, crazy. The question on everybody's mind is, where are we finishing this season? There's a lot of debate, I think. If you're talking about we're missing a few positions, we probably haven't completely, you know, done brilliant in transfers. I think we could still do a lot more. So where do you think we're going to finish? I, I want to say playoffs, obviously, but at the moment, if we don't make those transfers and no signings, sorry, then I don't know. I can see us slipping into the seventh to tenth sort of bracket. But if we make three or four more signings and we cover the positions that we need to and get the, the strength and depth as well, then I reckon it, with a bit of consistency, unlike last year, I reckon we can scrape playoffs. Yeah, you know, I agree. I think 
the fact that we came close enough last season says that we definitely have the potential as a squad to be in the playoffs. And there's no denying that our squad has improved drastically from this point last year when Russell Mine originally came in for that Blackburn game. I was looking at it today and it's, you know, we've completely changed. So I think there's a chance we get playoffs, but at the same time, I can highly see us slipping in to those, you know, between 10 and 7 just because... We are missing a right wing back. I think everybody knows that every Twitter comment section is literally right wing back, right wing back, right wing back. You know, uh, literally. <clears throat> exactly. You know, right wing back constantly, right? And, you know, along with that, I say we're missing the six, a backup six to Alan. Alan won't be playing every game. And I think Fulton is there, but we all know that realistically, Jay Fulton isn't the player that we want for this system anymore. He's been here eight years. He's a fantastic servant and he has been a good player, you know, in points under the Cooper system and stuff. But I think now is probably the best time for him to move on if we're going to do it. So, I think given Flynn Down's number, though, I have exactly in that, that gives I, that he might I reckon, yeah. And I think we all know he probably will start a Rotherham because Alan <coughs> clearly isn't fit enough yet. Yeah. Russell Martin will definitely get him involved in some way shape or form but I don't know I do not know right now but yeah you know if we're talking about expectations as well if we can just bring in one or two more players as I've said in the past I think we need an experienced striker Oberfemi cannot play four thousand minutes I think the right wing back's the obvious one we probably need a backup as well and then you know the midfielder too we've had a few links in the last few days but it's nothing concrete is it I think that's the issue I think we do have a very good squad. The fact we've kept hold of Piro, the fact we kept hold of Obafemi, Grimes, we've brought in Darlin, you know, we've made some good signings, but we, and we've, you know, the biggest signing of all is keeping Piro at the end of the day. I think 25 goals, well, that's crazy. Right, the question on everybody's mind is where are we finishing the season? There's a lot of debate, I think, if you're talking about we're missing a few positions, we probably haven't completely you know, done a brilliant in transfers. I think we could still do a lot more. So where do you think we're going to finish? Well, I, I want to say playoffs, obviously. But at the moment, if we don't make those transfers and no signing, sorry, then I don't know. I can see us slipping into the 7th to 10th sort of bracket. But if we make three or four more signings and we cover the positions that we need to and get the the strength and depth as well, then I reckon it, with a bit of consistency, unlike last year, I reckon we can scrape playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think the fact that we came close enough last season says that we definitely have the potential as a squad to be in the playoffs. And there's no denying that our squad has improved drastically from this point last year when Russell Mine originally came in for that Blackburn game. I was looking at it today. And it's, you know, we've completely changed. So I think there's a chance we get playoffs, but at the same time, I can highly see us slipping in to those, you know, between 10 and 7, just because we are missing a right wing back. I think everybody knows that every Twitter comment section is literally right wing back, right wing back, right wing back. You know, uh, literally. <clears throat> exactly. You know, right wing back constantly, right? And, you know, along with that, I say we're missing the six a backup six to Alan. Alan won't be playing every game. And I think 
Fulton is there, but we all know that realistically, Jay Fulton isn't the player that we want for this system anymore. He's been here eight years. He's a fantastic servant and he has been a good player, you know, in points under the Cooper system and stuff. But I think now is probably the best time for him to move on if we're going to do it. So, we've been given Flynn Downs number, though. Exactly. And that gives the. I reckon. Yeah, and I think we all know he probably will start a Rotherham because Alan <coughs> clearly isn't fit enough yet. Yeah. Russell Martin will definitely get him involved in some way, shape, or form, but I don't know. I do not know right now. But yeah, you know, if we're talking about expectations as well, if we can just bring in one or two more players, as I've said in the past, I think we need an experienced striker. Obafemi cannot play 4,000 minutes. I think the right wing back's the obvious one. We probably need a backup as well. And then, you know, the midfielder too. We've had a few links in the last few days, but it's nothing concrete, is it? I think that's the issue. I think we do have a very good squad. The fact we've kept hold of Piro, the fact we've kept hold of Obafemi, Grimes, we've brought in Darlin. You know, we've made some good signings, but we, and we've, you know... The biggest signing of all is keeping Piro at the end of the day. I think 25 goals, well, that's crazy. But it's to, you know, just to add something else onto our page. But realistically, it is to bring better quality content in a different field, not just for only Swans, but be just general as a club Swans. Because I think, you know, we do pretty much Instagram's only Swans. I think everybody knows that. That's why we've got 10,000 followers because we've done it for so long. Twitter, I think, there's not really another page out there. So we, you know, we do make very good content. I think, you know, when when I was scrolling on YouTube, you know, there are one or two little podcasts, and obviously there are the vloggers and stuff who put in a lot of effort, and some of them make some very good content. Shout out to Marley. But, you know, it, there is something missing on you, isn't there? There, You know, there is a podcast. There was a slot for a podcast. I think that is why. I feel like the opportunity in itself, because we've got a good, a good uh, sustained foundation to build upon. Like, be, <laughs> Sounds it, like you're talking about the swans, uh, to be fair. So <laughs> <laughs> It's a good foundation, so it'll be a bit stupid. Like the opportunity, like in further episodes to potentially interview ex-players or legends and stuff like that. If we get to that level, then there's no way we can give up. I think that's what we need to touch on as well. We're not going to just sit on these podcasts every week chatting pure shit. We, you know, the aim with this is to get people on, whether it's a fan, a player, an ex-player, staff member, ex-staff member. We want to get as many people on as possible. We aren't just going to sit here, me and Will, just charge it for an hour because that is not all we want to do. Everyone, <laughs> we could just ring each other if we wanted to do that. So you know, while we're trying to give our expertise, you know, those clear expertise that Will has. <laughs> like you said, I'm not going Rotherham this weekend. That's that's enough to show I'm not an expertise. I'm a plastic. Yeah, this over- isn't something we're just going to stop. You know, we're not gonna we're not doing this for a laugh. Like I don't plan on stopping this anytime soon because. It is pretty good for media and stuff in general, the fact that we run a page with good content on it, you know, and the fact that we have the ability to expand. Like, I think, brought in loads of new people to the page the other day, shout out to all them, and now we're growing as a page just in general. So that, you know, that is a positive. And I think 
you know, I'm just really happy that we're able to do something like a podcast. It is it is very exciting development. I hope from this episode we can build and every episode will get better and better. You know, we're a bit we're a bit new to this. I mean, you know, we did sit for for about half an hour just talking shit, trying to prepare ourselves to do this. But ultimately you can't prepare yourself. You can never prepare yourself to public speak, can you? So, you know, we're doing our best. Yeah, but this is the first time they're all seeing me. At least they've seen you on the lives before on Instagram. They've not heard this English accent yet. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, and wherever this is, Twitter, whether it's on YouTube comments or something, give him grief for that English accent. All right, the loyalists will back me up. The loyalists will be on my side. No, we won't, we won't touch on them. We, <laughs> we won't get into that because... It, you know that's just going to cause people saying, oh, I'd love to meet you and your dad at the game or something again, wouldn't it? So I think it's... I'm not a loyalist. I just want to put that out there. I'm not... Right. We asked the people at Twitter to ask us some questions. You might say that we're lazy for doing that because we don't want to talk by ourselves. You'd be correct. You know, but we'll get into these great questions we've been asked. Some very, very good questions. First one is from Dylan Sewell02. Probably not pronouncing that correctly, but get yourself a better surname, fella. We'll go with it. Yeah, exactly. And he says, fantastic question, by the way. Thoughts on Cullen with a goat emoji? What do you think? <laughs> well, obviously he's Welsh, so I automatically love him. Best day ever, by that. Yeah. <laughs> no, realistically... I wouldn't be annoyed if he left and I wouldn't be annoyed if he stayed. I think it's a good, sort sort of good backup player. I don't want him to be first coming off the bench to try and change the game sort of thing. But yeah. if, if there's a two-week injury to one of like the starting eleven, then he, he'd be able to step in for a couple of weeks or something. Yeah, I can respect that. I think Colin gets a lot of unfair stick. I think he's one of those players, he's... Everybody knows what he is. He's literally just a backup who comes on to sort of take the sting out of the game. Like, I think we tried to get Kyle Joseph to do what he did last season when he went out on loan, and it didn't work so well because he's just not as... I, he, he just hasn't got as much of an IQ yet because he's younger. But Cullen, while he's not, he'll never be a star. I think he'll definitely do a job as a backup. And yeah, ultimately... He's one of those players who just loves the club. He is a Swansea fan. And I think you can never get enough of those. It's cliche. It's absolutely cliche to be like, oh, I'd rather 11 Swansea fans than zero, you know. Like, that. that is stupid to say. But you you can't complain about someone like him in the dressing room, along with, like, Ollie Cooper and all that, who are mates of him. So, you know, it works pretty well because clearly... Well, I've got to say, Tom and Ollie are going to be loving this part. Exactly, they will. But it's a good, you know, there's clearly a good dressing room vibe there if all the boys know each other. And I'm happy with that, I think. Yeah. You know. not on high wage either. It's a low wage. Yeah, exactly. He's on pennies compared to most footballers. So let's stop the Cullen hate. Let's stop it. Let's get rid of it. No more Cullen hate. Right. We're, we're not just saying this just in case one day he comes on either. No, exactly. Right. SCFC Ellis. I'm gutted that I have to say his name. The goat. The goat. No, he isn't. He said, Who would you ideally want a right wing back? You know, like not starting on Saturday. We'll touch on that. But who would you sign? I've got a cu- I've got a couple. One's a bit more controversial, but obviously the first shout's on B. I think yeah. 
Ogbeney, I think everybody wants me to pronounce it now. So I'll pronounce it. We'll pronounce it. because he's Nigerian, isn't he? Which is like, so I said, someone actually donated me money to stop me saying Ogbeney. So, I even signed yet, and the, but the, I call him Ogbean anyway, so we'll stick with that. It is an Ogbean, though, probably, but I'm fine with that. So, yeah, that is a fair shout, but yeah, him obviously. And then another one, I don't know why I was thinking about it earlier, but if we move Sorinola over to the right wing back, obviously, yeah. I don't know about that because we've not seen him play there yet, but yeah, and then bring back Ethan Laird on loan as the left wing back. And then get another another wing back just for a bit of cover on the bench sort of thing. Just I think play. we could probably just keep Ethan Laird on the right, to be fair, and then Sorinola yeah. on the left. Right. Sorinola's like a very talented footballer. He's very good with both feet. So, you know, hopefully that's yeah. the main one. Hopefully we get like, to Sorinola. I feel like Ethan Laird, he just knows the dressing room already. He, he, we've yeah. seen the style of play. Uh, he's available again, obviously, because he's not going to be starting. Yeah. So. What happened last season wasn't great at the end of the day, but I think yeah. I'd look past that for a player of his quality. I think he is missing a bit of end product at times, but like he's got in his locker. You saw that cross that he did for Peterborough um, against Peterborough with Jake Bidwell's goal. It was like inside the first two minutes or something like that. You know, and Generally, he's just a showman. He get like he's the type of player I want at this club. You know, he gets fans on the on it on their feet. You know, like I remember once I was sat with Finn actually in his seat, right in Finn's seat, West Brom at home, um, and he just like beat three men and he won a throw in and he started going mentally, started jeering at the crowd. You know that you know when they're good as well. Like if he was a terrible player, maybe I want it wouldn't want that so much. But when he's like a bit flary, he's a bit of an exciting player then yeah, you know, I've said many times that he is one of the most exciting players I've watched at this club. Obviously, there's Montero, there's Dan James, you know, like Dan James before he became a robot and had like any bit of flair coached out of him. But yeah, he is one of the most exciting players I've watched. It's, it's what he brings attacking-wise. It's like the first time, not the first time I saw him live, but the first time I remember seeing him live was the Cardiff game. And straight away, we should have had a penalty. Exactly. And I think hopefully that turns around and we get penalties this season, you know, and if we were to get more penalties, he is the man to win you a penalty. I think against Blackpool, we could have had about five penalties from him, you know, he is just an exciting player. He knows how to beat a player and he knows how to put a cross in. Defensively, not the greatest, but he always gets back, especially as a wing back. I've played there, I know. It's very yeah. Back, Great wing back you are. Yeah, no, I, I don't play anymore, funnily enough. But yeah, yeah. wing killed me. So, What's your opinion on Cyrus Christie then? Would you bring Cyrus Christie back? <laughs> I, I like Cyrus. I, I thought he was going to stay anyway. Yeah. I thought it was inevitable, but now it's not. I don't feel like it's that big of a loss. But yeah. As I think as I bring some with similar quality to Yeah. Him. I'd bring him back, probably, if the wage were cut. Like, apparently he wants 15k a week, which is not ideal. Say he wanted 12k, something like that, I'd back in a bit. I think he was very good to watch last season. I think 
he tailed off towards the end of the season, but that's because he literally played every minute of every fucking game. And at the end of the day, he hadn't played a game all season until he joined us. He's so, not exactly. That's the problem. Yeah, I, but again, I don't think, you know, there are much worse options than Cyrus Christie. Not to say Labode is a much worse option, but he's a much worse option. So, <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd rather him. And I'll, Cyrus Christie. Starting than Labode, yeah. But I reckon for the Rotherham game, I reckon. It, yeah, it'll work anyway. You know, we touched on that. The thing is, at Charlton uh, at the weekend, like, it stayed with me all week. I've not stopped thinking about it. The way Latabodia got that Blacker Taylor murder. It was it, I. I never even heard of Blacker Taylor. It was complete murder. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I think he'll do a job, hundred percent. You know. And Cyrus Christie though, bring him back for the one photo he posted on Instagram of me and him. You <laughs> see that Barnsley game? I'm, I just look yeah. like I'm in a right mood. We need to edit that on somewhere. You know, our editor won't mention his name. Needs to edit it on somewhere. Be it. That would not be me. He's got to do it. He has got to do it. Have you got any other suggestions besides them? Uh, not really. I don't know. Like I could help myself. My my scouting yeah. skill. I could right. I could chuck some out. Obviously, like you know, I maybe like Norton Cuffey. Some people have, who played for Lincoln on loan last season. He plays for Arsenal. Oh, uh, that's about to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's okay. You know, I wouldn't mind him. There's there's a fella someone keeps mentioning from West Ham, and I'm thinking, you know, because we've just worked with them anyway to give them downs. We're obviously in like some sort of contact. We could probably bring him in. I can't even. Is it Ashby Hammond or something like that? I think his name is. I think. Yeah. Get Fabianski back whilst he's at it as well. Yeah. Exactly. Right, though, fairly good question from Ellis, considering he's an absolute idiot, right? So, <laughs> we'll, we'll move on, but cheers to that question, Ellis. Fantastic. At Reese underscore Rosser asked, um, do you think Cullen can break in this season? And if so, how many GA will he get? Uh, not Cullen, Congreve. 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 You know, yeah. similar, similar. Yeah. Uh, Congreve, uh, yeah, of course he'll break in this season, I reckon. With the way he's looking, I don't want to overhype him, but I reckon if he has a good season with his age, then next season he'll probably be a definite starter. Yeah, uh, it makes me feel old. It makes I'm, me feel old. He's Rob. our age. It makes me feel old talking about like a footballer like oh yeah, he could break in when he's literally our age. No, I look, I look about 15, so that... Nah, but that is a joke. He's going to break... To think, right, our age, he can break into the team. And he is genuinely, like, a very talented player. Like, people have been raving about him since he was, like, 12. But, like, he is genuinely a very good footballer. And I think, you know, breaking into the team... I couldn't even predict how much GA he could get. I'd say maybe if he was to genuinely start a few games... Which, you know, I hope he does. As I said, I'd probably start him at Rotherham, but maybe five and five if we're talking, you know, just like a first, a solid first season in senior football. I reckon if he cements his place in the starting 11, then I'd say at least eight, eight, eight assists, sort of, and then like a few, like a flip yeah. down goals, not too many goals. Yeah. That assist against Charlton is enough to make him start, in my opinion. Yeah, it was crazy. That that cut. Oh my god, that was ridiculous. It was filth, pure filth. 
If he's playing every week, I could see him putting up similar numbers to Patterson last season, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. But for me, I want him to break into the squad, and I think he definitely has the ability to. It, it depends what role he gets played in, though, because he could be played as more of a centre mid sort of, or he could be pushed on a bit further. Yeah, I can see him playing winger, to be honest, but there we go. Yeah. Big question here from at Baldinio. Very, one of those hypothetical questions, which I, I can't stand these questions, Baldi. Oh, you know, so. no no Would you rather beat Cardiff twice again and finish mid-table or lose the derby twice and get promoted to the <laughs> Premier League? Now, for me, I'm going to say lose the derby twice, but that's potentially because... I don't want Cardiff fans to be on Twitter saying, oh, look how obsessed they are with us. They won't. They don't want to go to the Premier League. They'd just rather beat us twice. But, like, that's a fair point. That double, like, we were both there. We were together, you know. That that meant more to me than most things Swans have ever done. I, I don't care. If I get clipped or called obsessed with this, I would take, I'd take beating Cardiff twice. It just, no, just, I, I agree. I actually do agree. I can't... It, it means two great... Two great days again this season. We're not desperate for Prem. I kind of prefer being in the Championship. Not money-wise, but going to games and yeah. stuff. Better. You don't have so many tourists in the away. And I remember Arsenal away and stuff like that. You'd probably yeah. be 40% of the away. 100%. Yeah. So, that side of it, obviously, I want to get promoted for the sake of the club. But I'll take, I'll take two. If that I'll... question wasn't... Yeah lose both if it was like lose and draw if it was like you don't win against them i might accept it i take like a last and a draw oh, but but no but it means they get a double as well. they get a double exactly i scrapped you that. know scrap that. i don't want that i, I feel don't. a bit feel like a bit of a clown saying that but at the end of the day cardiff fans pretend they're not as obsessed with us as they claim to as we are but they obviously are how are they not I might, I might take it back, but I don't know. That's an unanswerable question. At the end, no, exactly. That's a hard question. But at the end of the day, it's a rivalry. So if we want to talk about our rivals, so be it. We will, of course. Uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't allow them a double after last season. Yeah, the thing is, if we did the double two seasons in a row after 110 years of none, I think that would be heritage. But if they, if it was to lose both and then... We got promoted. Like the promotion would just feel a bit. Yeah. Dead, I'll be honest. I have a very good question, actually. It's from Kerry Lewis himself, Ox Osp. Yeah, your dad, who says. What he said. When does Will pay me back for his new microphone? Oh, that lovely little microphone there. Not coming soon. It's only about fifteen quid. He can sod off. Was it? You know, I'll shoot off my microphone quickly. Beautiful, beautiful yeah. bit of lighting. Look at yours and then look at the state of mine. <laughs> oh, you owe him that money. Yes. I'll, I'll send it over after, mate. Crazy. I just said that for the camera. Oh, there's a fantastic question. I think, let's say we do two more, maybe. There aren't that many. Um, big question is, who is the worst player you've ever had on a Swans shirt? I... Do not get players on my shirts anymore. But I have got the worst one. Like no matter what you were to say, yeah, I'd have a worse one. So what? What is yours? Oh, mine are all good. Mine are all good. Like, but if you have to like pick one, you know, re- surely someone has left in dodgy circumstances or something. Surely no, there's one. What it is is whenever I've picked them, they've always had a bad season after. Like yeah. 
I'd probably say the worst one is Montero. That's how good it is. Because I've, yeah. I've got like Nathan Dyer, Andre Ayew, Leon Britton, mm-hmm. and then below Jefferson Montero. Yeah, well, that's definitely better than any of mine. Because mine is, the first season we got promoted, goalkeeper shirt, green shirt it was. And I had Moreira on the back, right? Do you even know who Moreira is? You don't have a clue, do you? He's this, everybody will love this, because this is ridiculous. He's this random Portuguese keeper. I think we signed him from Benfica. And I thought, obviously, sure, I was like eight anyway, so it doesn't make a difference. But I was like, surely he'll play. And then a week later, we signed Vorm. So it made no difference, because he never played. Backup keeper. Yeah, Moreira. I think he was 27. So I don't know what I was thinking. Why would you get a goal? Oh, you are a goalkeeper. No, I had the goalkeeper top because I was like seven. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I think I probably had like that same season. I probably had Alan on one of the shirts and maybe like Sinclair. Sinclair was my favourite player until a certain certain Icelandic fella came around who, you know, I would say we won't mention it. But at the end of the day, I think a lot of TikToks on Only Swans about him. So... Yeah. <laughs> the I, most I have no involvement in that. I'd like to uh, the most, the biggest TikTok on Only Swans TikTok is a Sigurdsson one, which is "Don't hit vapes, hit screamers." God, right. I'm trying to find one more sensible question. We'll go with who plays right wing back on Saturday. That is a good way to end it off. End it off on the Rotherham game. I hope we, yeah, I hope we sign it before, or sign a player before, but I doubt it. Sign a player in the day, like yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. This is getting released. It is literally this yeah. week, two days ago. So I don't yeah. know. I'd, I'd just go Latabodia. I don't think it's going to be that much of a problem. They've lost yeah. Oh and Michael Smith, wasn't it? So they were their two biggest threats last season. I know it's League One, but they were still good players. And they've lost both of them. They scored, I think it was, they scored 32 out of 70 of their goals. How many did they score against Wimbledon? Oh, we don't want to go into that. <laughs> yeah, well, I agree. Latabodia. Or something. But yeah, Latabodia. I think we could say, you know, put Sorinola on the right and then put Manning in. But I don't know if I like Manning at wing back much. I'd, you know, I think... You know, if we're being realistic, surely we sign a right wing back. So he's not going to be there forever. But for now, Joel Abodia will do a job. I think at least with him, because he's like, he's, you know, he's not majorly built to play wing back. He, he's like willing to try things like the crosses he puts in and stuff. Like I remember, do you remember in the Charlton game when Obafemi was offside and he went like, he played like a ridiculous ball to him from the, from like the touchline. Yeah. You know, I think that is a factor in me wanting to play him. I think he's willing to try things. And yeah, he's probably a very average wing back, but he'll do the job on it. You know, we're not. I think it's just it's just his pace. That's the only thing for me, his pace. And obviously, he's not the tallest, but you don't need that. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he can defend, you know. So he, it's like. And, it, and we forget that naturally he's a centre back. So expecting him to play right wing back comfortably. Exactly. It's crazy that people are even complaining anyway, to be fair. But again, it is just Rotherham. That is going to get clipped when they beat yeah. us, right? 
Who's now who said that? That's going to get clipped and they beat us, but it's just Rotherham. So... Um, that's the problem. I feel like, I reckon, I don't reckon we'll smash them, like you said. I reckon we'll have a comfortable win. I think it'll be close, to be fair. I, I When I'm saying I want us to smash them, I don't think we will. I think it'll be a lot closer, but you never. it's one of those games where it's either ridiculously close or we batter them. There's yeah. not an in-between. I don't see there being a draw. I think, I don't know, I think it's big to start off with a, with a win and a clean sheet, obviously, because just to show that Harry Darling is a good signing and obviously Cabango will come on at one point, I reckon. I think, because Martin said that he'll be in this weekend. So Yeah, yeah. And then Nathan Wood, I'd, I'd like to add, Nathan Wood, I'm impressed by already. Quality, isn't he? You know, he is actually, he's so physically... Yeah, I didn't expect him to be as tall as big as he is as well. Yeah, he's massive and he's fast. You know, apparently he used to be a sprinter. So there you go. The more yeah. you know. And he was on <laughs> reality TV and everything. Oh, that was a great TV program. Our school. I was rewatching it the other day. It's not the same when you're not like eleven, but you know, great, great show. <laughs> what do you right? What do you think? You know, we'll end it off with your school prediction. You know, we've touched on it enough. What do you think? I'd like, to, put it out there. I'd like to say 2-0, but I could see I could see a 1-0 or a 1-0 at a push, but I'd like to say 2-0. Yeah. I'm going a solid 2-1. I think I don't see us keeping a clean sheet. I think our defence has gone a lot better, but there's still a long way to go for them. I think we'll still leak quite a few goals this season, so I reckon we should go for a Piro brace, I'd say. I reckon I'll go for a Piro brace and then Dale yeah. grab them back. The only way I could see them scoring is for a defensive mistake. And yeah, yeah, hundred percent, like that own goal. Yeah, like the goal kick. Yeah, talking about like the, the it's so predictable every time. It's just pass to Harry, then he passes back, and then Fisher has to look and decide what to do. But <laughs> yeah. no, it's, it's not effective if you do it every single time. Nah, we will get into that goal kick, that routine at some point, you know, in the near in the near episodes. That is, yeah, talking about it on the first episode. <laughs> we could, oh, uh, we could go for hours. It'd actually be like a horror film talking about that goal kick routine. Yeah. Just doesn't work at all. One guy in the away in the chart room was getting very frustrated with it. He wanted to have a chat with Harry Darling at half time to tell him. Shout at him. Yeah, it was a. Uh... It was violent, to be honest. Crazy pre-season scenes. There we go. Have you enjoyed this, Will? You know, first ever episode. Yeah, yeah. Enjoyed doing this. Same. You know, I think what you've got to understand. About when we post it and all the comments come running, but we'll see. Uh, Oh, we'll get used to it. Everybody watching this, I promise we will get better at this. But you know, this is just the beginning of the Only Swans podcast. You know, we're hoping to do you know maybe a weekly episode we don't we've talked about it quite a bit we're not too fantastic at making schedules i mean we barely got a schedule this week to film a uh, film a podcast but we will work it out you know we'll get then, you know this podcast is just going to be us hopefully interviewing people in the future but at the moment it's just going to be us casually talking you know get opinions from you etc so we were talking about getting a guest on sort of next episode or episode after so it won't just be like us two as if it's a facetime call sort of yeah exactly i don't think people want to just watch us purely i think that'll get boring so there we go 
But, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. Get better. We're not professionals yet. We're nowhere near experts. And, yeah, but we'll get better. Yeah. And, you know, from what we've said, we don't want this to just be a match review. You know, I do those on the lives on Instagram. We don't want to just sit here and be like, I'd give him a five, I'd give him a four, I'd give him a ten rating. We just want to sit here and have genuine conversation about the games, maybe, but not to the extent of a complete match review, because that'd be boring. Who wants to sit here and listen to a podcast about a singular match? No one is going to remember episode two, what a win at Rotherham. You know, so... You're too confident, mate, too confident. We're winning, all right. How did we lose to Rotherham would be the caption, I reckon. (laughs) Yeah, it will be, right. That's how we'll sign out then. Cheers, everybody, for watching, and we'll see you all in episode two.